Hello, hello, welcome to the Sinead Horror podcast. I'm your host, Sinead Horror, a multi-award winning intuitive specialist, and I'm here to guide you back to the energy of your heart with angel messages, intuitive insights, oracle readings, meditation, and beautiful, empowering conversations with the most incredible experts in their field. This podcast is for you. And if ever you'd like me to cover a topic, please reach out via my website, www.sineadahora.com. I can't wait for you to return to the energy of your heart, a place where miracles are happening, a place where you feel like the best version of you and a place where your energy is aligned with your highest good and more. Are you ready? I know I am. Here we go. I am so excited. I am here today with the most beautiful soul that is full of the beans, full of energy, full of creativity. She's a woman that really brings people together and just makes everyone in her presence feel so at home, so comfortable, and just gives people permission to be themselves. Today, I'm joined by Lorraine Hogan. You might know her as the wellness coach or the founder of Festival Mana. She's a woman, like I said, to bring the party together where we all come back to our hearts and really empower us to be ourselves. Lorraine, you're so welcome to the Sinead Horror Podcast. How are you doing? Sinead, thank you, thank you. <laughs> what an intro. That is beautiful. Um, thank you for that. Actually, I mean it. <laughs> just on reflection of that, I, I um, was doing a little bit of work. You know the way we always do our little bits of work on ourselves and I was having my cacao and I was like, what is my gift? What is my gift? And and, and that was exactly it, bringing people together. And that's what I love to do. Do you know what? what? I often look at people on social media and when I look at people, I'm like, okay, and I can spot people's gifts so quickly. It's obviously one of my abilities and it's why I coach and help people. Mm -hmm. And if I could sum you up now, I mean, sum you up, there's a lot, as I just said there, but it really is. You've got it. And it's not something that everyone can do. I can just really want to hone in on that. But you've got a beautiful ability to be able to just bring communities together. And it looks so effortless. And I know it's not. I can tell the work that goes into what you do, but it just looks so effortless. And that is a gift. It's not something, like I said, that everyone can do. So I'm so happy you're very aware of that. Well, thank you. It is. It is. I don't think I don't know. It is difficult at times to organize, obviously, huge events. But um, with when you continue to, I suppose, focus on the essence of what it is that you want to achieve. And that's what I always come back to. What is it I want to achieve? What is the essence of of the energy of I, I want to bring to any any gathering, any any event that I do, I suppose, any space that I hold. And it's always to bring people together for me to be able to see in you what I see, what you see in me, you know, and that we are all the same. And that I think that always echoes out, especially through my circles, especially with women, is that I might organize the time the venue but I am the same as all each and every one of you and we hold the space together you know and we, and that's what makes people I think feel so relaxed and feel so able to be vulnerable in these circles and you know if any events that I would host or do or be involved in I think that is the essence of allowing us to be ourselves our true selves absolutely I think we can end the show now <laughs> just kidding this Let's rewind a little bit. Let's rewind to the creation of Best Woman All because I feel like um, so it really has taken off in Ireland. 
And I know I spoke at one in, when was it? When was your last one in the summer? July 1st. July. Jesus. Oh my God. Okay. It feels a lot longer ago, but then it doesn't feel that long either. But (laughs) I remember I was speaking um, and our tent was full. It was amazing. It was one of the first uh, slots of the day at 11 o'clock. Of course, I did request it though, because it's talking about angels. (laughs) So I wanted to be in the 11th hour. But the day was just electric. And what I loved the most about it, um, I don't think I've actually said this to you, but what I love the most about Festival Manaw is that, A, yes, it's a collective of women together, right? It's really the rise of the feminine. However, what I really love the most is the difference in healing modalities that were brought in. Like mm-hmm. you've got the from extremes to kind of the, the modern healing, if you will, the new age healing. And I just loved the variety. So you really did cater for every single person, which is so hard to do. So how did this whole Festival Manal come to life? How did it come into fruition? So I channel a lot, very much like yourself. So I have always had this strong desire to work with women like I've always worked with women I've one I'm one of six girls I've always worked in a caring environment I'm a social care worker have been for the last 25 years and I just I like my first job actually as a social care worker was working with women in detention young women in detention so I always it's, it's just a passion of mine to work with, with with women to empower women so I suppose as a life coach and um I set up my cir- my women's circles in 2020 and it was, the no, 2021, sorry. And the reason I set them up, it was the end of 2020 coming into 2021 was because at the time I was really, really struggling myself. My son was uh, suffering with a lot of mental health and I set up the circles, the women's circles for a space for women to come together to be able to support each other um, and because I felt I needed it. And from there, the circles just really took off and it was just a beautiful space a space that I needed each and every week to be able to go to be able to allow myself to be completely normal I did bring in the healing modalities of mama cacao because I've worked with mama cacao for three years now four years nearly and I feel that it's beautiful heart healing space that it allows people to be held in so bringing in the modality of cacao of breath work of yoga of, of all the tools that I use and that I'm qualified to use um, so I just brought them in and I offered this space for free for women for a year to come and just be and be held. And from there, I suppose it just escalated and got got bigger and bigger. And the circles were absolutely incredible. And I've always wanted to do a bigger event. And I was in my own breath work and it just came to me, Lorraine, you have to you have to gather the women of Ireland. You have to do this. And it was a really strong call in. And it was like where I was to do it in the heart of Ireland. and even the date came to me it was the, it had to be the 6th of January it had to be Nulligmanah and we had to remember all these old traditions that our ancestors that our mothers would have practiced and celebrated for many many years and this was my message that I received and I was like I just had to do it and I didn't know how I was going to do it the how as I always say is none of my business it's just going to happen <laughs> and it literally just happened and yeah a year exactly a year now we launched a year last week and so we're going into now our third festival and it's just got bigger and bigger. And here I am with my like, even I look at my merch, I'm so proud <laughs> that I created, you know, the, the the design. It's a phoenix rising from the ashes and it just symbolizes everything that I want Festival Monat to symbolize is anybody can come back from any type of 
trauma, any type of difficult event in your life, any type of challenges that life throws at us, we can come back from anything, you know, that we are the phoenix rising from the ashes. And that's because we are women. We are so resilient. We are so strong. We are so powerful. And when we come together, it, it, it amplifies and magnifies. And that is a special, special energy. And that's Festival Manal. I love that. And I, I know we spoke a lot about the Phoenix rising from the ashes before. Yeah. And congratulations. I didn't realize it was only a year. I feel like you're doing this a lot longer. Like I would have honestly yeah. this the third year. I don't know why I feel like that. Um, and I know you have your next one coming up, obviously, on the 6th of January again. And yeah. I know we've had this discussion in the background. I yeah. can't make it this time. It's actually my own birthday on 6th of January. So I can't make this one, but maybe in the summer <laughs> for the next yeah. one. I don't know if we'll have a summer one this year. I think we'll just stick with Nolag Manal because it's just so special and unique. And I just want to, yeah. So we're not going to have a, a summer festival. Not. It's only going to be the 6th of January. So I'm sure you have loads of things up your sleeve now. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm booked with other stuff, but yeah, it's, uh, so, it's not going to be festival. Now, but, um, let's rewind a little bit. You mentioned earlier on that you channel. Uh-huh. And... Of course, as you know, we're both channels of light. We're both channels of insight. Tell mm-hmm. us when all of this started to activate within you. So I suppose going back to my childhood, I would have been, I would have always been a very um, tuned in child. Um, from an early age, I connected with the Banshee and at that time frightened me. I would have only been about six. Um, and from then, I've always, I, I would have grown up, I grew, I grew up in Dublin, but I would have spent a lot of my summers down in County Carlow in the country. Um, so I would have grown up on the farm. I would have grown up around like nature. And, you know, as a child, we would have always been told these stories about the Banshee and, you know, spirits. I was always like really, you know, intrigued by the church. I was an altar girl. I um I actually had my own little altar at home and when I was when I was that age I actually wanted to be a nun. <laughs> I was wow. really spiritual. Yeah, and even to this day I still practice a lot of my spirituality. But I suppose I always kind of knew deep inside of me that I have some gift or that I have something to share with the world. And I went on as I went on through my teenage years, I would have I would have just went a little bit off key with things because obviously I was trying to discover who I was and I would have been in a relationship from quite a young age Um, I traveled a lot, um, but I was always kind of afraid of that part of me. So I would have used drink and drugs and did, did any type of distraction available to me throughout my teenage years. And it wasn't until I sort of had my first child at around 20, I was 25. And the first time I seen him, I knew who he was. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like just the strangest thing. And I just from then I got really into like you know, spirituals, the spiritual end of things, angels, crystals and yoga. And I was just kind of led more of a spiritual life then. And it wasn't really until 2019 that I had a really low point in my life um, where I went through like a relationship breakdown, a marriage breakdown. Um, and I just found myself kind of not wanting to live and really struggling with my own uh, mental health. And from there, the deepest, darkest part of me, I just knew that I was here for more. And somehow, like the phoenix rising from the ashes, I just got myself done work on myself, got myself back together. And then I just knew that this is what I want to do. I want to I want to actually just be myself. I want to shine. I want to share my gift with the world. I want to empower 
the everyday woman that they can actually achieve and do anything that they want to do. I had all these skills that I hadn't been using. I was a coach. I was a personal trainer. I was a yoga teacher, but I wasn't using them. I was just in my day job, which I was quite unhappy in because I wasn't tapping into this creativity that I have with, had within me to share, to share. And all I want to do is be of service and share this gift that we all have within us, our power within us to be a woman, to, to, to shine. Thank you so much for sharing that vulnerable. It is a vulnerability. And mm. but there's also so much strength in that as well. I always see there's a tarot card that keeps going. Oh, it actually is a strength tarot card that keeps coming to mind. And it's a picture of um, a lion and a lamb, like the strength, the mm. power, and then the innocence, the vulnerability, the tenderness. And mm-hmm. for anyone listening that maybe is going through a little bit of what I call the limbo time, where the limbo can feel blissful, it can be, it can feel, um, you know, it can feel like there's a numbness or it can feel like the depths of the shadow, like the heartache, whatever mm-hmm. limbo or, you know, transitional period that you're in, I think this is going to really help and support. But what I really want to ask you from that time, if it's okay to do so, is that I know there's not just one day where you're like, right, that's it. I'm, I'm risen. I'm like, I've now become the Phoenix, right? There's not one day where that just happens. So what, what did you kind of start to feel or embody or how did you help yourself to shift that mindset, that energy from, I don't want to be here to no, I need to look at my gift. So what were you doing and what was that process like? So um, funny that you mentioned that because only the other day I found a lot, a lot of my journals. I was doing the Christmas tree, tree decorations and I found my journals from 2019 and very, very dark, very, very depressed energy. Um, so what I, I done and I ha, um, what I still do to this day is I, journal, I began with journaling. I began with journaling and just a simple breath work. It was actually Pat Dibley's 14 day. Um, you can get it online. So for anyone watching, Pat Dibley has a 14 day journaling program and plan. I started with that. So I just journaled and the journaling prompts are there. So I journaled my thoughts. I journaled where I was at. Um, I done, tapped into my, my breath. I think tapping into your breath is one of the most powerful and grounding tools that you can do. And our breath is such a powerful tool and force that it controls our nervous system it controls our whole body it controls our response it controls our fight and flight mechanism and when you're in constant cortisol high cortisol level and constant fight fight mode um, because of my job because of my situation that I was in you know it's very highly stressful I was always in this stress mode and what I needed to do was come back down and come drop into my body and drop into my feelings so I think the first thing you can do is recognize where you're at, not to try and change where you're at, but recognize where you're at and um, tap into exactly what you're feeling, journal exactly what you're feeling. And eventually, the more you can express where you're feeling and recognize it and not trying to change who you are, the easier it becomes to acknowledge yourself and to say, actually, you know, I am okay and I will be okay and and you will find that strength within you to fight to fight back and become even stronger like I am so lucky and so blessed for any of my dark moments in my life because they are my blessings they are what made me who I am today and anytime I get have challenges within my life I I know I know it's easier said than done but I know this is here to teach me I'm going to take the lesson and I'm going to treat it as a blessing and and move on from there because 
that's how we become more resilient and that's how we can just tackle I think life a little bit easier life is never going to not challenge us we are always going to be challenged within life we're going to always deal with um any type of you know upset letdowns you know people people are going to be our biggest lessons relationships our children our jobs our careers you know um I just think that the more we can work on ourselves and the more we work on our response to life the stronger we become I love that your response to life and I think you hit the nail on the head there when you know we are going through that little lull or there's a hardship or maybe things feel a bit heavy is just to honor where they are honor where Mm -hmm. you are because so often we can resist it we can push back we can shame ourselves for not feeling a certain way we can guilt ourselves for not going for a walk or meeting a friend or distancing Mm -hmm. yourself from others and in that shame all we're doing is lowering that energy even more where actually if we honor our emotions and how we feel and honor those energies and honor the challenging time and then we can do little by little a little becomes a lot as a phrase I say all the time a little by little is then do little things that will support you that feel good whether Mm -hmm. it is as you said doing something with a professional like seeking support from others maybe going to a group a ceremony workshop with festival or something with me or whomever maybe it is journaling maybe it is just going for a swim or having a cup of tea it's actually just in the sacred pause that Mm -hmm. pause where you get to really understand yourself and when you Mm -hmm. get to see how resilient you are and it's in that sacred pause where you can actually learn the difference between the two voices of the ego of the mind versus mm-hmm. the energy of the heart. Because when you can listen to the heart, that's when you truly listen to the essence of light, of love, of your true voice and your true purpose, which is what the Phoenix is, right? I keep going back to the Phoenix because you're, you're wearing this. Lorraine has a hat on. I know where this is an, uh, an audio podcast, but she has a hat on and it's the symbol of the Phoenix. So I keep, it keeps catching my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get one. It's so gorgeous. I'll send you one. I'll send you one. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> so tell me, um, what is happening over the next few weeks with you? What's going on? So yeah, um, what's going on? So I've taken time out from my everyday um ceremonies and stuff like that, circles, because I need to focus um on the festivals. Because festivals, although I know it's my third, well, fourth festival this year, because I did help Paddy out with Moonstock. So um I'm getting quite good at it. <laughs> When I, when I was channeled this energy, like I am not an event manager. I'm not an event manager. Although through my work that I do uh, in social care, I would manage la- a large scale campus, you know, and be able to have a look at, you know, over 60 different children and see where they're all at at different times and blah, blah, blah. So a lot of my skills that I had picked up through my work and career really supported my event management um so yeah it's 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 a lot of time so I will be just focusing on festival not on spending time with my family for this period of December but next year I've lots coming up as in I've gone more into training um so I'm doing the cacao training course and I'm doing a lot more um just different events as in I have another mental health um festival coming up in May it'll be for young people though um and then I've uh, I've actually got I can announce it here first first announcement I've got a medicine the Celtic medicine festival coming up on Lambay Island on June 21st oh my god so what's that entail 
So that's going to entail, um, so it's going to be a med- medicine festival. So it's going to have a lot of cacao and plant medicines. Um, it's going to have um, like music. It, we'll be watching the sunrise. We'll be watching the sunset. It'll have yoga, breath work, lots of music, very tribal feel. Um, it's going to be very exclusive because we have to get the boat over and back to Lambe. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just the grassroots at the moment. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be. Congratulations. Are you creating, hosting, organizing? Yeah. This I can just this is so where you're meant to be. You're meant to be. I know you said you're not an events manager. I, you're still not but again it's what do you remember I said at the very very start of today is I can really spot people's gift and it's you bringing people together and mm-hmm. this is so gorgeous congratulations and do you know what Lambay Island one of my friends was some retreats on Lambay and I'm dying to go it sounds so spectacular do you know yes. I never heard of it until two years ago isn't that terrible I, mani- I manifested this three years ago I sat at, at the shelters in Port Marnock and I said I'm going to have a festival uh, on that island. I said to Paddy, uh, I said, I'm going to have a festival on that island. And he was like, well, on Lambe. I said, it's happening. It's happening. I'm just waiting for it to happen. So it, like crazy, I contacted the lady that owns it um, two years ago. And then I contacted her last January. And then she just contacted me there a couple of weeks ago. And so we set the date and it's all in flow. oh divine happening is a thing (laughs) congratulations i so how i work when it comes to recording podcasts okay so i'm talking to you but i'm also listening constantly so i'm hearing my angels tell me what to ask you that's how i know where to go in these directions i don't know if i said that to you at the start but that's just how i normally work because we could talk about anything we could be here for hours if it wasn't a little bit more a little bit of a flow or a little bit of a structure and they keep saying to me, ask about the Banshee, ask about the Banshee. So yeah. again, I think I've said this twice to you already, but let's circle back a little bit because they want to know more about the Banshee. And yeah. if you can explain what that is or who the Banshee is as well, for those that are not Irish or don't know about the Banshee, um, what is Banshee, first of all? And tell us about your experience because it literally piqued their interest and they want to just talk a little bit more about this, if that's all right. Yeah. So when I was six years of age, um, I heard the banshee crying. So apparently the banshee is, it's a woman, a woman um, that's in distress and she cries and she brushes her hair. And it's an old Irish fable, I suppose, um, which, which kind of goes back to certain family names within Ireland and certain areas within, within Ireland where she's been spotted and seen throughout the last couple of decades, I'd say. Um, so this fable and this story has traveled through I suppose families and generations and we would have always been told that the banshee is around and if you hear the banshee or if you find her comb um or hear her crying someone's gonna pass or someone has just passed um so I suppose significant for me was because my sister had died shortly after I heard the banshee so that really really triggered I suppose a childhood trauma for me that when I heard the banshee it means death and it was really really scary for me as a child so that's why I kind of didn't really go into it very much in my teenage years and in my young adolescent years um but always had this like you know pull towards that type of um stories and fables and the old Celtic traditions and that's why I think I'm I channel that energy so I started working then again more with the banshee and with Celtic more Celtic goddess energies and and um stories I suppose I'm researching it myself and I went to um 
the cave of the cats where the banshee sort of originates from and where Halloween originates from. And I, I just visited it la- actually early last year. Um, and I was so scared to visit this place because this is really where the underworld is. And, um, you know, for me, I work a lot with the angels. I work a lot with Metatron and Michael. And even the night before I was going to the cave of the cats where the banshee originates from and where you can actually you know face the banshee and be in her presence this is this is where she comes from um and i read i done so many youtube videos and i was really really frightened and the night before i went to go i was going with my good friend daryl uh and i called in metatron and i said just come and protect me and you know um keep me safe and he didn't come and i i remember saying oh my god i, I felt like i was having an affair on the angels and going to the darker side so for me it was really really confusing and I didn't really you know I was actually quite quite afraid of it because I, I always feel that the banshee is, is a darker side because it resembles death to me and the death of my my young sister at that time which was very traumatic um but the more work I'd done on it and when I actually experienced and went down it's actually an an absolute peaceful beautiful space so there was actually nothing to be afraid of that it is just our shadow side you know to our light so the angels on one side and the banshee and the calic on the other side but it's all black and white it's life and death and it's all part of living and you know being and accepting the inevitable that we will all die and that we will all go back to this space but there was a real sense of calmness in the cave of the cats I don't know if you've ever visited it um, no, I haven't. And it's yeah. I love um that even with the the banshee, I always interpret the message that her cry is a mourn or if a woman it's like the old um what do you call it? Uh keening, like it's old Irish yeah. keening, that's where it came from. It's like a real mourn of loss, but it's also the celebration of the, the transition into in that death so then yeah. there becomes a rebirth so it's yeah. all and no wonder they wanted to talk about this and you know thank yeah. you for sharing about your beautiful sister as well and yeah. you never know she could be pushing this topic too yeah. but it's, she's, she's it's, up there absolutely but yeah. I think it's the rebirth again keeps coming in quite strongly as I'm talking to you it's like that death rebirth process and I've been talking about this so much on social media because I keep seeing and I'm so happy you, you can actually spot the the kind of tapped in people at the minute, the real people that are channeling, because yeah. like what you said earlier on, there's a hibernation setting in and yeah. you're taking a step back. I've taken a massive step back and you can really see the hustle versus the people mm-hmm. that are being pulled back in in terms of, you know, channeling and tuning in. And there's nothing wrong with either or, by the way, it's just you can just see the the channels right but anyway why I'm saying that is because right now we're in a vibration of the hibernation and mm-hmm. what I feel is happening and actually funny enough you mentioned Metatron he's the one who told me this and um, a few weeks ago I was like what's going on why have I normally this time of year I am the one who's hustling I'm getting new products out launching this that and the other and I just don't care it's like I don't not even don't care I just can't deal with it this year I need to be in the hibernation and he said Sinead what's happening is there's a powerful flux of energy coming over the next few weeks. And the way he described it was like, imagine a human cannon ball, right? So you're a human getting into a huge cannon. You have to be pulled back in order to be, um, you know, shot out into the air to fly. That's mm-hmm. what's happening right now is that a lot of us are feeling the pull to go inwards. 
that we don't feel like we have the motivation or the energy to be outwards, to be expressing ourselves. We actually are doing it quite inwardly. Like maybe we're analyzing ourselves some more. We're reflecting on the year that's just gone. We're looking at our dreams or maybe our visions. We're not necessarily taking action right now, but it's a lot of inward reflection, which makes mm-hmm. so much sense. And why I'm saying this is because we're in this winter fra- phase as well. And this cycle is, if you look at the trees right now, there's no leaves on the trees. It's we're in the death process, which is so beautiful. So that in spring, we will rise again, like Metatron is saying. Doesn't that make so much sense? I, I 100% feel feel that, Sinead. I'm feeling every ounce of that. And I, I do think it's such a huge rep- representation of everything we've spoken about, like the phoenix rising from the ashes. You have to fall. You have to die. You have to become nothing to be rebirthed, to be born again, to 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 set the new set, the, the new tone or the new energy for the next year. I think this year has been energetically an incredibly challenging year, I feel. Um, but on on say on a professional level, you know, it's been amazing. It's been incredible. We've gone, we've got through a lot this year, but it's now time to rest. It's now time to retreat. It's now time to cherish that time because I feel as well, if I feel life has got so busy, like when I read back to my 2019 diary, you know, it's are we taking enough time to actually relish in, in our achievements or relishing in in the in the bad times or relishing in in the depth of whatever it is, be it relationships, be it careers, be it um, whatever it is for you, you know, a part of yourself that you have that has died within you for you to be reborn because we cannot, unless we wipe the, the slate clean, we cannot begin again, but we need to properly properly process what we are going through at that time. And if you rush it, you're not going to be able to then be creative and have that spark in the spring when we're all going to come out and bloom and be ready and, and, and allow, be in that more feminine, allowing energy. And just allow, exactly like the medicine festival, you know, on Lambay Island, I didn't force, I didn't, you know, rush I didn't do anything I allowed and when we allow our life to unfold with us I think it's a much better place to be in than than chasing and forcing and doing this and just you know just being being more present I think in our everyday life and I think that's what we're really called being called to do at this moment because it just got way too busy it just got way too busy for a long time there and we will burn out again and it will be It'll be 2020 repeated in some other way because the universe is going to call us to stop, you know, and yeah. to slow and to well, remember even, the little things. Even the divine feminine, one of the divine feminine symbols, um, she this beautiful, curvy woman with a beautiful round belly and her hands are up in the air and mm. she has light. She's a swirling energy in her womb space, right? In her sacral chakra. And this, one of the symbol means is that the divine feminine doesn't need to chase. She attracts. That's why her hands are up in the air. She waits for things to come to her. She also has a spiral in her belly, the spiral representing the ever flowing of energy, the ever unfolding of energy. And, you know, the the womb space, like that sacral energy is the connection between spirit and our earth 
earthly plane, right? So you're calling in energies and insights from spirit to be birthed into this world through ideas. Maybe it's physical, whatever the case may be is. But as mm-hmm. we said, the feminine doesn't need to chase. She just attracts. She doesn't need to force things to happen. She just knows and trusts in divine timing, such as nature. Nature doesn't need, like we're in winter now. The trees aren't forcing themselves to be in spring. They're just doing what they need to do in order mm-hmm. to rebirth at the right time. There's, I love great. this. Mm. I didn't know what way our conversation was going to go today, but I've actually really loved it. <laughs> I, I, I'll show you the card I pulled just before. And it, it's evaluation and review. And it's Metatron. And look at it. It's the gold. The oh, gold wing. Wow. And reviewing and taking that time. And really, you know, in that somber solace moment of just looking back over the year. And I think that's really prevalent for me at the moment. But it's just, yeah evaluation and review do you know what i only launched yesterday i am hosting a workshop on the 11th of december called the end of year blessing and it's it's online i'm doing it online i just got told that we need to do more of this so that card resonates so much for this whole chat we just had with you with me the image of the card as lorraine said is metatron with these beautiful golden wings he's got a gorgeous book out in front of him that is reviewing what he has gone through. Also, mm-hmm. what came in as you were talking there, which I find so interesting, as we we're talking about elevation and stepping into our power, Metatron is the angel of ascension, right? He is the angel mm. of ascension, of light, of growth. He's also helps you to tap into your um, your intuition, helps you to receive intuitive downloads. And he comes hand in hand with another angel, Archangel Sandalphon. So these two angels are known to have been the only two angels I've ever had a human experience. I know you know this, but I'm going to say this too in the podcast anyway. But with Archangel Metatron, his light flows from the, top, from the heavens to the top of your head, right into your heart. Then Sandalphon, like I said, works. He's the angel of the earth. He's the angel of grounding. He's the angel of being in this physical form in having an earthly experience. And he's the angel of cyclical energy, like we're talking about today. His light then comes from the earth up your legs right into your heart. So they have to work together. They always come together, which is so interesting to what we're talking about with the process of death and rebirth today. So Sandalphon and Metatron. So there's no coincidence to anything that we've just said today. <laughs> Everybody's <is> insane. <laughs> that, is, that is insane. Um, oh, I love it. I, I, I absolutely love working with Metatron. I think Metatron is a beautiful, beautiful angel to work with. And to to know now that I'm working with two angels. Thank you, Sinead. Well, call in Sandalphon next time. He oh, he's so incredible. Anytime if I'm lying in bed and my mind is busy and I can't sleep, I'll call him in and I'll be probably asleep within two seconds. Right. Because he'll obviously ground you. I do think as well we do need a lot of grounding at the moment. Call him um, in. Especially if you're working Metatron a lot, you're gonna need Sandalphon more than you realize. Because <laughs> you'd be dizzy if not. Listen, I'm always up in the air. I need a lot of well, there you go. <laughs> I did actually teach. I went to a lot more detail. I did I held a course, an angel course, and I went to a lot more detail. I just told you there yeah. now. But it's so powerful just to even know that yin and yang. Like what try yes. it. Work with Colin yeah, Sandler on today and see what comes through. I will, I will. Thank you for that. Amazing. Well, thank you for your time today. I feel this conversation was really my my left hand is like on fire and I can feel so much vibration through the left side of my body, obviously the feminine. Um, and I just want to say thank you so much and congratulations for all that's come. So we've got Fest Women All on the 6th of January. I'm raging, I won't be there. I wish I could split myself in two. But we, have we, a we want you to be there, Sinead. But listen, it's 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 not it's not meant to be and we will not force. It will be in divine timing. So I might it's, see you at the Medicine Festival. <laughs> 
<laughs> if anything changes, I will let you know. I'll let you know. I'll try to get my mum along. I'll see. <laughs> I, I really want you and your mom to hold space for mother and daughter circle. I just think it's so special. I would love that. Okay, I'll really uh, hold that thought. Hold that thought. I'll see hold what I can do. <laughs> I, I, I've held mother and daughter. And I, I'm, listen, I've learned a lot from Moonstock. I'm not going to facilitate at this festival. I just can't do both. And that's okay. It's okay to take a step back, you know, and it takes a lot to take a step back and allow other people to shine. And that's what I want to do. Empower and allow other people to shine. And I would love, but I just know how how much a mother and daughter circle is such a high vibration of absolute love and I, I think the whole idea that Fessamana really called for three generations of women to come together and that was another huge thing that I was channeled that three generations of women have to come together and the only way that we can keep all of these beautiful um like Nulig amazing incredible uh, celebrations that we have within our Irish culture is by passing them on through generations and I think that was kind of a little bit lost in the last couple of years you know so really passing it on through generations and that's why I'd love mother daughter and, and um three generations of women to come together so again it. it's, it's just me channeling I love it and I'm sure it's going to be such a success and I'll watch with FOMO I, I think but anyway we'll hold that space and we'll come back yeah. to it but good luck with everything and sure I'll, I'll see you anyway but thank you so much yeah. for you know thank being you. so beautifully vulnerable here and sharing your experience of you know that beautiful death yeah. and rebirth that you've been through a lot like us all it's not just once off it is um you know throughout periods yeah. of life and it's... let's just ask if you could leave all of our beautiful listeners with one thing today what would you like to remind them of um so one thing is well maybe two things because I, I could talk a lot um so you are way more powerful than you actually know and that you can overcome anything anything I know life is difficult life is difficult for us all a lot of the time but do not give up do not give up you have that power that strength within you to come back to fight to be reborn in any in any area of your life um so just never give up on yourself never give up on life and never give up on your fighting spirit to to continue and and smash it eventually thank you lorraine <laughs> thank you thanks so much for being here thanks for having me thank you so much for listening to the sinead horror podcast i hope you enjoy the insight and wisdom that came through today perhaps you learned something about yourself and i'm so excited for you to discover even more if you want to tune in to more episodes please subscribe and if you want to find more out about this particular episode or any guest speaker that we've had on the show or will have on the show, you can find out more on www.sineadahorror.com. And of course, you're welcome to submit a question or maybe a topic that you'd like me to cover. Remember, this podcast is for you. See you next week.